Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> everyone and welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. It is so good to be here in our little happy place and we welcome you with open arms and open vulvas. Um, if you want to give this a cute little sexy five-star review, we'd love that so much, wouldn't we Mel? Hey babes. Hello, open vulvas. <laughs> I mean, because wow. of our because of our last episode, you yes. know, I think it's important that we just keep saying the vulva. word. Keep saying vulva, the vulva, word. Vulva, 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 vulva. Yes. Bring so if we say it enough, we'll yes. actually start saying it instead of vagina. Yes. Vagina. Or my lady garden, as you love it to call it. <laughs> yeah, I quite like lady garden. It sounds very aristocratic, doesn't it? Hey, if my pununa, okay. Pununa? Pununa. My yeah. punene. If my vulva can make me that cold hard cash. Yeah. As it has done in many centuries ago. Right. Then it can do anything. Leading to our to our subject. That's what I was trying to do, yes. You're doing an excellent Thank job. Thank you. Thank you so much You're for welcome. that. So what is the subject, Susie? <laughs> well, uh, it's girl math. Girl math, yes. Girl motherfucking math. Or as we like to call it, girl maths. Got oh, the British. Because we don't say math. We say maths. You say you, you say, say girl arithmetic. So when you're studying at school, you say I'm studying maths. We don't say I'm studying math. That would be weird. Why? I don't know. But I've more than one math. I've had to change. I've had to say math. Otherwise, nobody understands me here. Anyway, this has nothing to do with <laughs> no, girl math. Definitely not. So what is girl math? It's a thing that's going around everywhere. It's like going around TikTok. Yeah. And Twitter, God knows, Instagram, everything. It started somewhere, somebody started something, and now people are doing all these like little skits, videos, whatever, yeah. of all these situations. Yeah. So uh, please explain it to us. Absolutely. Um, as the, you know, house millennial here, yes. I'm sharing my truth. The resident uh, The resident millennial. millennial. Um, I personally find girl math so funny. Mm -hmm. One, because I'm not good at math. Right. Okay, so I connect on this on a very deep deep level where my trauma mostly comes from math class in junior high. Right. And at the kitchen table with my father yelling at me as to why I don't know my times tables. Okay. Mm. And I think a lot of women slash people can relate to this mm -hmm. as like, yes, finally, I don't have to feel alone and bad in my math. But girl math specifically, where it's like, you know, you return your $50 sweater that didn't fit you properly, and you go buy yourself a $50 bottle of wine because it's kind of free. Which it really isn't, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just these little things that, these nuances that bring us together in the world of uh, finances, mm. uh, mathematics. Yes. Uh, economics. Wow. And I, I just want to point out something as well. Okay, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the amount of e economic power that mm -hmm. we are seeing right now, and it's a known, well-known fact that you know the woman in the household is 
the biggest purchaser yes. in the household because they are doing all the mostly the grocery shopping. We're going to say all of it. They're doing most of the grocery they make shopping. The decisions. They make the decisions. They're doing grocery shopping. They're doing they the shopping the house, for the kids. Generally. They're doing exactly because you know they're the ones who were most likely cleaning most of it. Like a lot of these, a lot of these things. So. They're making most of the household financial decisions. They're the ones who are paying the bills. You know, we can see that things, trends like, um, you know, we can talk about Taylor Swift a bit where it's like, if it has anything to do with Taylor Swift, women are tuning in and women are purchasing. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anything that has a trend going on, like women are saving economies. Right. Well, that's all I want to say. Okay. That's what she wants to say. <laughs> Well, this is my two cents worth. Please. Did you like that? Yes, as. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, as our resident Gen Xer. Yes. Thank you. So I think the girl math thing, I think there's an element of it's generational. So in the sense that I watch these TikToks and these memes and you think it's kind of a little bit it's very silly and funny most of these skits it's like a girl generally talking generally a gen z or young millennial talking to her boyfriend sort of saying in a stupid voice kind of saying you know i went to i bought this 250 dollar whatever and shipping you had to spend 250 dollars to get shipping for free even though the thing i bought was only 50 bucks so i spent 250 bucks and but that makes sense, right? Sort of thinking, oh, cash is free. And you're like, and the guy's sitting there going, no, that's moronic. And it is. And so it is stupid. And I think it. the one thing, it's, it is funny, but I think on the flip side, it's really kind of patronizing and mm-hmm. stupid because women really aren't this stupid. Mm-hmm. And in and this thing about cash, which I think is really funny, like this idea, and you'll have to explain this to me, that if you go and spend cash, it's free because it's cash and yeah. therefore it's free. Yeah. It really isn't. And I think yeah. that is steeped in generation. Like my like parents who are actually the silent generation, so silent generation or boomers, they would always have cash. And I would say I always have cash on me. And most of my friends always have cash. And so we know that it's money. But I think Gen Zs, like my my kids, I don't think they have that much cash on them. Like I only had cash because I was a bartender for so many years and right. I only paid in cash. But, and I miss those days, I will tell you. Yeah. But I was, um, I did, I took my boyfriend out for brunch. Very nice. Um, And it was lovely. Mm-hmm. And the bill came out to like $88. Which is ridiculous. As it does. We didn't even have booze. That's how ridiculous uh, that is. Anyways, um... <laughs> But I just put a fucking hundred dollar bill Ooh. down, and I was right. like, "Free." Yeah, really isn't. <laughs> really isn't. But I, I think so. That bit of it is, you know, generation, I mean? and and it is funny. And I and I do think we like not shouldn't get too intense about all these TikToks and memes. It's meant to be funny. However, there is a deeper implication, isn't yeah. there, Susie? And I think the deeper implication is that women are stupid about money which they're not yeah and whether you're my generation your generation or older particularly in my generation in many cases the woman is the one who made the decision about purchasing the house in many households women whether they i would like to reiterate whether they work or don't work often pay all the bills mm-hmm. uh select the holiday find the best cost savings for vacations and stuff like that do all that kind of arranging arrange all the kids activities pay for all that stuff make sure it doesn't cost a bajillion dollars and even in couples where that you share grocery grocery shopping and stuff which yeah. is very common like maybe 
one week, somebody does it the next week, whatever. Obviously, you know, you're pretty smart about trying to save money, especially in the day that we live today. Like it's cost so much. It's yeah. just, especially in Canada, groceries are out of control. Yeah. And to kind of insinuate that women are not savvy or know how to economize or know how to be smart about investing is not healthy. That's the thing that I worry. And I think that's a very motherly attitude <laughs> as I watch this stuff. And I think this, a generation of women that is trying to be independent, that knows they're going to have to work because everything costs so much money, yeah. that relying on a man is from the dark ages. Yeah. And, you know, you, there may be periods of your life if you're in a, a team, a partnership with a man, your money goes together. But most women want to work and will work. And the, to think that they don't know how to do stuff, like buy a house, get a credit card, invest, yeah. whatever is a little bit insulting. It is. And I don't disagree with you. I think it's a lot about um, people's priorities. For because sure. Because I think also in this day and age of younger women, a lot of us are thinking of not having kids. Yes. And yes, we're thinking about the future, but mostly we're thinking about what we want instead yes. of what we want maybe for our families because we're getting married older and, you know, we're not having, uh, you know, we're not having a million boyfriends and right. or whatever it is like we're actually just much more independent so it's like what do we actually want we want things we want things to make right. us feel better and it's obviously in this consumerist age but um and i think that's obviously what it's about but i i mean if you want to like compare it to like a man what's ma what's boy math and boy math is buying a fucking 40 inch flat screen tv and having no bed frame Right. You know what I right, mean? Right, exactly. There's priorities in that too. Exactly. Or, yeah, exactly. Or just never like buying food or, or sort of... Yeah, like the, there's probably... beer. There's always beer in the fridge. Right. But there's yeah. never and, any actual ingredients. Yeah, or, or, you know, having, you know, not enough money but buying some stupid motorbike or Yeah, whatever. and like obviously this is a generalization. Hmm. Boys, we love you. Yes. But this is, you know, we all I'll do it. It's priorities. It's personal priorities. And especially because 100 we're I think not the thinking point, about families right now. I think the point we're trying to make is that there are, whether you are male, female, whatever, you, there are people that are good with finances and people that are not good with finances. Yeah. It is not connected to your gender. However, I think there is something with women that is a little bit different with men. I think that women, number one, generally do spend more money. Because even if you're a low maintenance girl, unlike us, Susie. Oh God, it's we're terrifying. very high maintenance. <laughs> um, although we do pay for our maintenance, but yes, it is. Um, you know, if you have your hair done, your nails done, your eyebrows done, your eyelashes, yes. honestly, you could go on forever. Literally, any kind of procedure, and yep. and we live in a world which is so focused on what we, you look like. On what you look like, we pretend it isn't, but it completely yeah. is what you look like, and. You know, you know, getting your juice from the right juice bar, getting your this from the right this place, buying the latest yada yada, whatever it is, and all that costs money. And I think that women obviously will probably spend proportionally. I mean, if you take a, a whole cross section of women, they're going to spend more money than men on their self maintenance, aren't yeah. they? Um, so I think that is one thing. You've got less dispense disposable income, mm -hmm. possibly, probably, maybe. Then I think the other side of it is that women it's still intimidating because i think the higher up the career ladder you go there are less and less women 
for obvious reasons because women go to have families, take time off, come back, whatever it is. But there will be proportionally less women. Mm -hmm. I've experienced this. There are less women the higher up the career ladder, the more kind of, if you're in an entrepreneurial environment, there are less women. So I think it, maybe it's intimidating. It it's is. It's not that you don't understand it. It's just you're like, mm, you know. Well, you, you know, you're, you find it's stupid ass questions about things that you maybe feel like you should know because you're an adult. And right. there's like... You could just go to a bank and ask all these questions, but you don't want to. It's it's very intimidating, as you're saying. And like, where the fuck do you get the proper financial information? And like, how much money do you need in your bank account before you get that information? And do you get it right away? And if you don't, your parents aren't teaching it to you. Like, who do you 100%. see? And there's 100%. just all of these things. I think that women aren't really comfortable speaking about or speaking that they don't actually know anything about. Do you find that your friends, so your friends are all sort of 28, 27, yeah. 29, that kind of age. Early 30s, late Early 20s, 30s, yeah. Do you find that they're financially literate or are they all just like, they don't know or they feel they should know or they're not investing or they're not buying houses, they're not doing stuff compared to their male counterparts? Do you, do you notice a difference? Yeah, I think I, I, I rarely, like I, I have very little friends who are, um, who have bought houses on their own. I do know people who have and like the women who have. So um, it's not like I don't know one, but mm -hmm. um, and those are like, you know, early or late 20s, early 30s. They've bought real estate, even though I don't even know how you're doing that by yourself mm -hmm. in this fucking economy. But anyways, but there are, I think most of my close friends, like we don't talk about investments. Mm -hmm. That's not something that we're talking about in cocktail this conversation. No, we're talking about things that fucking excite us and like real, what I'm going to call real issues uh, right. to us, right? Which is, what are they, What does that have to do? Like men. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? what you're talking about. And men. like, just like. Relationships. Yeah, like, because money is a very stressing point, I think, for women too. And I think, you know, unless you have um something serious to say about it or maybe you found a piece of information you want to share with your friends, like you're not really talking about it that much as much as men are. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I mean, I think a lot of men don't talk about it and a lot of men mess it up just as many as women. And in fact, if I think of the people I know, proportionally, the people who've messed up their finances mm -hmm. are the men, not the women. Right. But that's a huge generalization. Is that because it's riskier? They're, they're more risk-taking? Uh, possibly. I just think it's a fallacy to think that women aren't smart in yeah. that area. I think there is... It's just it. I think this is this issue of it being intimidating. Mm -hmm. I think we are also living in an age, and I showed you a quote today. Where let me see this quote again. I'm mm -hmm. going to show you yes. because I think it is an issue that. Um, so you'll take. Oh, here we go. So it, it's it's a female has this um, Instagram account, and she said, "Me wants to be an independent woman with her own money and career, which is what most Gen Zs, Millennials, Gen Xers. That's what we believe." Yeah. I was brought up to believe if you want something, you get it. You get yeah. a job, you work for it. You marry a man afterwards, but he's not the reason for getting money, if you like. Yeah. And then she says, also me, wants to be a trophy wife that does Pilates and brunches. Yes. So I think a lot of women, and I don't think that is a generational thing. A lot of women are stuck between, yeah, I want to be girl power, girl boss and all this. But then I'd also quite like um, a guy who's like a really good provider and who can, you know, pay for all those things yeah. too. You know, this whole thing about um, it's it his money is my money and my money is my money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, that is, and honestly, like uh, you guys can hear more about 
uh, our take on 50-50 relationships in uh, in one of our other episodes previously. Um, if you want to hear a whole thing about it and what we think. But yeah, I think a lot of people's relationships, they start with uh, a partner, a new partner. I think a lot of it has to do with finances nowadays. And yeah. Like, if, oh, like, I don't know if I'm going to go off with this man if he's not already financially independent. Like, women don't want to take care of men in the same way that no. we are okay being taken care of um, as a woman, by, if that makes by sense. Men. By men. But yeah. the irony is that hasn't changed. That's always been like that. That's yeah. nothing new. Is that That's the thing, is that most women, if they're honest, they're like, eh, that guy's like not in my yeah. economic bracket. I, he's not making the same money I'm making. Yeah. Men don't see it like that. And, and actually you think, well, that's nice that's most men don't see it like that they're not bothered what you if you're making money great if you're not you're not then a lot of men are like that they're not bothered about it yeah and that's actually quite nice if you think about it whereas women are the complete reverse which is not so nice well because we are the ones having these children if we choose to and all of these things and you know if you can't work for nine months or way more i mean look i you know i got it i totally understand it I because i've don't. lived it but i i think then there is an element that some guys will say hang on a second you can't have your cake and eat it yeah and there's an element of truth to that so what i what i think is i don't have an answer to this i just think it's all very very confusing yeah and i think young me- women do oops i've just dropped my phone young women perhaps are not as good at finances than young men but is it because of guidance like in my case for example I bought my first property when I was 23 yeah but that was because my father just kept going on and on like you gotta do it 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 get a pension get a pension get a pension get. and so I did it and so I had a pension my friends thought I was mad I had a pension I don't know what a pension is like a pension fund like I had a do we have that in Canada yeah like women yeah of course do we have a girl math pension in canada yeah okay yeah so you can put <laughs> the simplest y- yes you do um and you know um, investments and shares and stuff like that i did that at a young age because yeah. i was told to do it i was guided the, the guidance was you, you you need to do this you need to get on with it and the greatest decision i ever made was actually to buy my first property because my first property doubled in value and then I bought another property doubled in value and on it went but that came, to be fair, from guidance from someone else. It did come from my father. But I don't think it necessarily has to come from your father. Mm-hmm. I say stuff to my girls. I don't, I don't think that's about him, obviously, being a man. He's a dad. But, you know, um, I, I think it's about having some solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think we live in a time where everything is so out of control, expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was talking to my daughter the other day and she she's at university and she's like, oh, you know, I'm not going out that much because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, you go, you could go to like have ramen and it would yeah. cost you, I don't know. 60 bucks. Exactly. Um, you could order sushi on Uber Eats oh my God, and be at home and it's $75. Yeah. And that's not that much it's food. Like, it's more expensive to deliver nowadays. I, I think it's you're, it could be. And even, and okay, obviously if you make your own food and stuff, it's cheaper. But of course you want to go out, you want to do some things. But you can't even go, I mean, I haven't been to the movies for, I don't think, about 25 years. But what does that cost now? It must it's be, expensive. It must be outrageously expensive. It's like it depends. Like we only do the VIP theater, obviously, yeah. because you want the experience. You want to drink while you're drinking yes. when you're watching a movie. Yes. And you don't um, want, you want a nice seat, sit a puddle of God no, knows what. No, you want a nice seats. It's really yeah. great. You go. You're going out to the movies anyways. Yeah. Have the experience. But yeah. yeah, it's at least 
at least $25 a ticket for that. So that's 50 bucks. You're going with someone yeah. else. You're getting popcorn. Yeah. If, so I'm sure a small one is like 15 bucks for fucking popcorn. Yeah. You know, like yeah. something that's so disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then clothes are so expensive. I mean, oh my God, not everything. The, proportionally, obviously, we I made less so that things cost less and so on, but it was less. But I don't know if it's also about expectations. Like, you know, in my generation, like if you were going to buy a property, you knew it wasn't going to be in Rosedale. I'm using, yeah. you know, one in Manhattan, you know, in some really amazing place. And I hear a lot of conversations with younger people, millennials, Gen Zs, and they're like, no, I want to live in this area. And you're like, no, that's not the way it happens. You've got to start and live in a neighborhood that may not be the greatest, but you get on the ladder and then you'll eventually get, and you buy the best thing you can at the best location mm-hmm. you can. I don't think that's really changed. And you keep going. Yeah. But of course, you're not going to start by living no. in a mansion but in the middle of Forest Hill. Even, But even the fucking shitholes. I agree. A million dollars. I agree. But the difference is, and here we're going to get into a whole generation thing, is that when I was younger, it was also outrageous. Yeah. I borrowed, I borrowed so much money. Right. My first place and then my first house that I, I bought with Max, we borrowed, we were up to our neck in it. Right. We borrowed way more and we took a massive risk and right. it paid off. And that's what most of my friends did. It was not in any way proportional to what we were we were earning we right. couldn't afford it we were like borrowing three four five six times what we were earning right but we took that risk it was a little bit of a different environment but i don't the assumption i mean i'm not a boomer right it didn't cost like you know twenty thousand dollars to buy yeah. a house it of course it's gone up now and it's so out of control and i would yeah. agree it's like your salary hasn't gone up in proportion like no. the basic thing's a million dollars and the salary's not gone up five times i get that but it was still it was already bad yeah when we were buying houses and stuff like that i i think there's a mind a, a mindset shift though that there is less i see it more and more less worry about the future like i was always worried about the future yeah and i think younger people and that sounds very patronizing but are less worried about the future because it's kind of depressing if they think about it's the future so depressing so you focus on the moment and you focus on, I'm going to have those nice shoes. I'm going to have that nice meal. I'm yeah. going to do that. And I actually do really understand that. Because when you start to go, hang on a second, if I want to buy the shittiest house in uh, Toronto, I'm at a million dollars already. Yeah. Maybe you can buy something less than somebody's going to come for me saying that. But, you know, you can't buy very much in cities like London, Toronto, New York, Paris, even Vancouver. in smaller cities, Vancouver, yeah. you know, Los Angeles. You cannot no, buy to, very much. I'd have to go back to Edmonton. Yeah. You don't want to do that, Mel? Well, I understand that, yeah. And no, and, and so I, I understand this it. desire to live in the moment. So then what happens, the desire to live in the moment is – I'm only making $50,000 a year. I really shouldn't be buying $800 shoes. Yeah. But fuck it. I've got to find a way of justifying it. And that's your girl math. Ah, and here we go back. Do it. That's it, isn't it, though? That's what it is. No, that is what it is. I mean, I think because you've been through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and you're quite knowledgeable, Mel. I'm quite knowledgeable. You're quite knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, how does one get started with being financially responsible with what they have and how, like, what is the, how do you invest properly if you're just a woman who kind of knows nothing? What do you tell your daughters kind of thing? Well, that's, that's a very good question. I mean, I'm a big believer in property. I mean, I, even mm-hmm. though the market is, 
very dubious <laughs> and very expensive and like fluctuating and there's issues with interest rates and so on and you know the rate of inflation and whatever but i do believe in investing in property and i believe in buying the best thing you can in the best location you can that's always worked for me but in terms of how do you get the best advice well to be fair there is a lot of stuff you can read i know the problem is it's really boring Yes, that is the problem. It's very boring. But I, you know, what do I say to my girls? I tell them that they they've got to they've got to be self sufficient. They can't, you know, go and marry a man, and a man's going to like, you know, take care of everything. Yeah. However, they're both quite sensible, knowing that they are going to have to marry a man who can kind of, you know, pay for some of the bills. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like I'm marrying some starving artist. That they're, yeah. they're pretty clear on that. You fall in love with who you fall in love with. I I completely agree. I completely agree. And in their case, though, it's role model. They see their dad, yeah. who works all the time, very hard, and always works for us. Like always, we're first, mm -hmm. and they see that. So they have that role model. They see their yeah. father. They also see their father respecting their mother. That their mother. I've always worked. Mm -hmm. You know different paces and levels because of kids and stuff but I've always worked I've never taken time off for work and they've seen that so I do think that's quite a good role model however I would like to reiterate that sometimes that's not possible yeah and we talked about this earlier the cost of childcare is so expensive that sometimes women do or, or men in fact take the decision to step away from the workforce a little bit to look after children because it's actually cheaper. Yeah. But going back to this, you know, how do you get advice about investing? Well, you can find, you know, a financial advisor. I think you should start thinking about what you want in life, what's important to you. And you you do kind of have to think about the future because you won't be 28, 25, 23 forever. And, and, and you think it's expensive now, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And I know that's a bit depressing. No, I mean, it's all depressing, Mel. I'm just going to put yes. it right out there. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I think... I think women like my age now, millennials um, and Gen Z, because they're getting up there too. Mm -hmm. Gen Zs don't think you're just this oh, young little babies anymore. No, they're not. Um, this generation after you. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> and I think we are st we're starting to think more. Obviously, it's always been we've had to think about it. We're in the economy, but we've started to think about it more on how do we make more money for those long. For, uh, for longevity, like how are, do you yeah. invest properly and like, you know, how do you make money while you're sleeping kind of thing? People like, have side hustles is what you mean. People are very... They ha we have to have side hustles. Everyone's talking about side hustles. Yeah, I think I think you do. I think basically you it's about balance. It's like anything. It's like whether it's, you know, what you eat, what you spend, whatever. It's all about balance. So sometimes you might have big purchases, but the reality is... If you are making, you know, $100,000 a year, you cannot be driving a Ferrari. You cannot be wearing Prada underwear. There's a reality. And you have to think about what do you want in life. And if your goal is to have a really gorgeous house, an amazing car, yeah. yada, 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 amazing vacations, then you're going to have to make that money. And while you're making the money, you're going to have to put some money aside. However, that's all very simple to say because I know that sometimes the reality is you can't actually do that. Sometimes mm -hmm. you can't put money aside and you've got to live. And I think you've got to you've got to balance all those things. I mean, I know some people who are really frugal and they never spend any money. Yeah. But they're really boring. Right. So you've got to <laughs> you've yeah. got you've got to balance it. You've got to say, Well, of course I've got to enjoy myself. Yeah. 
but I've got to try and put some money aside and I've got to try and make that money grow for me, whatever it's doing. Yeah. Whether you've bought a property, whether you've rented that out, whether you're investing in the stock market, which is incredibly volatile and very difficult. And and one piece of advice I was given, and I think is really important, is you can't invest in something, money that you can't afford to lose. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have $50,000 and you put the entire 50,000, you invest in one thing that could go to shit, you know, in a hand bucket. Well, you, you, you can't do that. You've got to be smart, right? You've got, and, but the other thing is, you probably need to take some risks, but I'm a big believer in measured risk. Yeah. So that you, you know, you any money you invest in something, you kind of have to be able to afford to lose it. Yeah. So you've got to be very careful in that sense. But I, I don't think there's any hard, fast answer. And I think a lot of it is luck. Like yeah. the property market, I happen to have done well in that. But it's luck. But it was also risk because I borrowed lots of money. Yeah. And I was, you know, we were but they don't even give drowning. you money like that no anymore. i mean it, that's true i mean that is very difficult to borrow that kind of money yeah. anymore but you probably don't want to be doing it it's super yeah. stressful yeah and in the market that we're in today oh my gosh i mean it's only going to get worse i think in canada it's going to get worse before it gets better in terms of you know interest rates and so and that's already happened in the uk and i know many people whose mortgage has tripled quadrupled fuck and we Crazy. we most of us have been living in this era for quite a long time where that we've we've not worried about interest rates we've not worried about our mortgage payment payments and we didn't really think about that when we bought the house how much money we borrowed yeah and now there is a real reality there are going to be a lot of foreclosures a lot of people in a lot of trouble and i understand because the other thing is the desire to have so much stuff all the time. Yeah. Like you buy a house, you have to have the latest kitchen. You have to have the latest this. You have to have the latest that. Well, sometimes you just can't. Yeah. And you have to wait. It's not going to kill you. And I, that's the other thing is like you can't have everything all the time all at once. It's something I, you know. It's just sad. I want everything all the time all at once. I, I Yeah, I get that. I get that. I hate when you don't have, you want everything but you're actually having the least of everything. You know what I mean? I do. Sorry. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do understand that. And I think it's really hard. I really do. It's And the other thing we discussed this earlier is you think like at your age, oh, it's going to get better, right? I'm going to make more money. <laughs> it is, right, Mel? Please. I, oh, my God. And I'm, I'm going to make more money and I'm gonna, it's all going to get easier. But then the problem is you just have bigger things. Like you're yeah. going to have a house and you're going to have maybe a nicer car and you're gonna have whatever it is it your expenses just get bigger yeah and i heard this great thing the other day well, it wasn't great it's kind of depressing but it, <laughs> it was this guy he's talking about it was like a, a financy kind of Finance podcast guy. do you like that yeah. that, that sounds very girl mathy financy <laughs> podcast and he was saying that you know we think that it's only people like millennials gen z's or people in a certain kind of doing a certain kind of job that are living paycheck to paycheck but in actual fact the people all across the socioeconomic um, mm -hmm. landscape. Yes. Do you like that? Yes, I do. That are living paycheck to paycheck because yeah. just the more money you make, the more you spend. Yeah. Because then once you can afford the Prada handbag, you're buying more than one Prada handbag. Yeah. Or you've got kids going to private schools or you've got very expensive holidays. Have you seen how much vacation costs? Holy I'm not shit. Always, I look at vacations, like, you know, when you go to these sort of places, let's say you're going to Mexico or something like that and you've got this all-inclusive stuff and you're like, are you having a laugh? Yeah. I mean, it's like 20, 30, 40 grand. You're like, 
Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, what? I don't want to do that. And it's just crazy. Cruises, I mean, the cost of this stuff is insane. Yeah. But the more money you make, the more you spend, yeah. the more there's this thing of like wanting everyone to think that you're successful. Yeah. I think that's the other thing. Everyone should stop worrying about that. Stop worrying about what everyone else thinks. Don't buy your car based on the fact that you're worried that people are going to think, oh, if I'm driving a beat up Mazda everyone's gonna think I'm broke no you're probably smart that you've got a beat up Mazda yeah and I think people worry about that way too much where they live what the kitchen looks like yeah yeah, it's like you don't need the black American Express card yet like you don't need to do that and you and you do have to pay the bill yes of course you do I mean some of my friends years gone by they they didn't realize that oh no they sort of got the bill and they're like oh right oh I had this isn't my money we have to pay (laughs) have to pay for this now you're like yes you have to pay for that yeah, it's a mess. Oh, it's a mess. It's really hard. I mean, credit card debt, everyone's in credit card debt. Not everyone, but like There's a huge most amount of credit the, debt. Most yeah. of the world. Or credit card debt. Canada's Western one of the most world, highly yeah. leveraged countries in the world. Like credit card debt or people with lines of credit on their house. Because of course, when you buy a house, which costs you a bajillion dollars, yeah. generally you've got to redo the kitchen, redo this, yeah. redo that. And that, the cost of a new kitchen. Oh my God, it's eye-watering. Yes. So yeah, everyone is is in huge amounts of debt, and it's not good, is it? Um, so that's a lovely note. Just it's really <laughs> depressing. It's really depressing. But we did want to say that women are smart. They're not this dumb that they think that cash is. That's exactly it. I think know. we have to give ourselves more credit. Obviously, this girl math thing is funny, and like we are connecting in ways that are self deprecating. This has always been the thing. Yeah, it is self, and I I get it's funny. But I think that it's also like it's not very complimentary. Yes. And and women seem to like to do this. We like to like put ourselves down yeah. in order to be funny. And why are we doing that? I don't know. Why don't we say something really great about women and laugh about that? I don't know. Because it's not funny. Well, then we're going <laughs> to find something, Susie. <laughs> anyway. That's all I have to say on the matter. That's okay. I love that. I think your advice is very helpful for other women and other men, people who are just just like trying to find their financial way in this life where it's so confusing. There's so much to invest in. There's so much shit to buy. You don't like you don't know whether to invest in real estate because it's so fucking expensive or like the stock it's market. It's it's really it's a hard it's a hard little future we're dealing with, but I think the one thing is like, you know, not buy more than you need in yeah. a huge sense. Obviously, there's always going to be those purchases that yeah. you're not going to say no to for yeah. yourself. No, I understand that. But um, like, yeah, yeah, like you said, like not buying that $1,200 product handbag if you really don't need it or, you know, really can't afford it. Well, yeah, if you can't pay the grocery bill, it's probably a good sign. Yeah, you can't eat your product. You can't eat the bag and you really don't want to. No, it's Even if it is timeless. I tried. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you just a stone. Or do what you, you go to consignment stores and stuff. I fucking love consignment stores. Well, that's a great thing to do. That's also the thing. Like, there's ways to find good deals, right? Uh, Oh, my gosh. I'm such a deal whore. Yes, I I am too. (laughs) And the other thing is like people, and this is the last thing I will say as a good piece of advice. It, like for example here yeah. like if you if you shop at shoppers and you buy like yes. you know stuff like that you can get the points it's like be really good at that yeah collecting the points on your credit cards mm-hmm. on sh- stuff like that because it is actually quite amazing how you, they 
I mean, they give you money back. Obviously, you have to spend money to give you money. Yeah. But be smart. Like, don't go shopping when there aren't points. Yeah. You can wait. You really can wait for that lipstick until it's 20,000 times the points or whatever the hell the shopper's yeah. thing is. Just be clever about that. Or even like credit cards, buying stuff, and then you find that you might be able to. My husband did this today. He was able to get a free flight because he, on the points. Wow. From one of his cars. Just be smart about stuff like that. And if you like, just do a little bit of research you can actually be really smart about it. And if you find it mind-blowingly boring, then maybe ask a friend who doesn't find it mind-blowingly boring. We love a deal. And then they could like make it easier for you and then and then do it. Shop or sponsor think? us. Yes. Give I'm us a points. big fan of shoppers. <laughs> I know I'm very good at the points. I'm a ninja <laughs> I love at that. the points. Uh, I'm really good. And Black Friday is coming up. So you've got to get your points for that. Ladies, you heard it here first. Yeah. Got my Dyson hairdryer on points. Fuck you. I did. I didn't pay for it. I felt so much better about Holy, it. Yeah. That is girl math. But that's good girl math. That's isn't good. It? Girl, I mean, I did. See, there's good girl math I, and there's bad girl math. Yeah, <laughs> I did have to spend the money to get. But anyway. But I'll you just, made the point. Just, you had to spend that money anyways. Exactly. So I would have spent it twice. Yes. There you go. Done. Done. That's it. That's all we have to say, folks. If you guys have other financial questions that you want to ask Mel, because she is very knowledgeable, even though she's cute and pretty, she's still a girl, but she's good at math. Thank you. I like Absolutely. That. Um, I like you can that. always DM us. You can go to our website, sharemytruth.com. Yes. And you can um, leave us a voicemail. Talk about your financial situation. Do you have other good girl math advice yes, that you um, want to give the other girls? Exactly. And we'll put some resources um, on our blog and so that you can, you know, connect with the right connect. people. How's that? Ooh, okay, darling. I think that's Until it for us. Next, next time. Next time. <laughs> Save your nest eggs, everyone. <laughs> Toodles. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code, and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 